Hello, and welcome to this recording of the Divine Downloads podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Overton. And today I'm excited, excited as usual. I have a lovely human on the show today, Laura West. And today's show is going to be very much focused on one of my favorite things, uh, spirituality, and really shining a light on Laura's experience and also hopefully to allow people to get a, a sneak peek or behind the scenes look at someone's life who is really aligned uh, with spirit. So I am delighted. So Laura's spiritual journey truly began over 20 years ago. It started with a dream visitation from Jesus asking her to spread his word. Having been brought up in both the Christian and Jewish space, she struggled to understand why and what he meant by this. A couple years later, Laura's grandmother passed away from cancer. That same night of her passing, she visited Laura in a dream saying she was all better. Laura's grandmother's illness and passing ignited the flame inside of her to have a profession in the medical field. It also was the start of dream visitations of other friends and family members who passed over the years, including a dream where she met her spirit guide, Jason. Fast forward to the present, and Laura's spiritual journey has taken off with a found ability to channel messages of love and wisdom from soul teams and past loved ones and an aptitude for energy healing. She has been able to lovingly transform her way of life and her nursing practice. And she is now ready to share the message she was asked to spread all those years ago, the message of love. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, you are so welcome. And of course, I share often on the show how I, how I meet people that I have on the show. And I love, since I'm open to spirit and the guidance, um, spirit always crosses my path with those whom I'm meant to connect with. And so my dear friend, Laura, who has also <laughs> been on the show, uh, Laura Maher, introduced me to you, Laura. And I was so ecstatic to be able to meet you and hear about your journey. So um, just from the start, I want to just invite people to just take in this show. Maybe um, in yoga, you know, sometimes we say uh, release uh, or surrender any expectations you might have and, and come, to the, come to the mat or come to the show with um, a beginner's mind and, um, and just see what unfolds for you. So I want to thank you for being on the show. And let's talk about, often on the show, I have people tell us a little bit about their nursing journey. So that is part of the conversation. So can you tell us a little bit about your nursing journey, Laura, and also how you are starting to blend in this, this gift that you have, being able to connect with spirit? Sure. Yes, I'd be happy to. So, um, 13 years ago was when I graduated from nursing school. I got my first job in labor and delivery, um, and I worked there for about a year, and it was a really wonderful experience, um, really connecting with, with um, my patients and, you know, feeling the, um, feeling the, you know, the, the, the true miracle of, of birth and seeing that it was, it was really a great experience for me. Um, from there, my journey sort of 
nursing journey took me to outpatient to where I am now um, in a primary care clinic. Uh, and it's been, it's been perfect for um, being a mother uh, to two young daughters uh, to be able to work in a, in a clinic setting. Um, so that's been a true blessing. And then also to allow me the time to really explore my spirituality as well um, and to um, further that journey. And, and to, and they have, you know, been able to coincide, uh, just being a nurse and having already that, that aptitude towards healing. Uh, it was just sort of a natural flow into, uh, learning energy healing. And I do have to thank Laura Maher for that, uh, because she was the one to, to open that up for me. Um, and sort of let me see what that was all about. So I, you know, I took my class and I, I started learning about energy healing and, and I could feel the energy in my hands when I would, uh, you know, work, work on clients and see the, the results of this energy healing. You know, you, you don't, you can't always physically, you don't physically see what's happening, but you, you always can talk about what happens afterwards. Um, and it's always amazing to hear how this energy that you can't see is really helping helping your clients. Um, and what I love about energy healing is that um, it it really was able to tie in my spirituality with nursing uh, because as the as the practitioner you are this vessel that allows the energy from the universe um, and the help of you know your soul team and your client's soul team they all come through you to your client and it's just it's just a beautiful um, you know harmony of people working together souls working together to really heal and help the person that you're that you're working on. So it was just a beautiful blend of that. And that's sort of where things are, are going. I'm still in the outpatient setting, but uh, really, really furthering my spiritual journey as well. Um, so it's been it's been a it's been a beautiful, beautiful journey. And I'm so excited to be on it. And I can't wait to see where it continues to take me. Mm, thank you for that. Um, that beautiful explanation of, of your journey <laughs> so far, Laura. Would you say, um, let's dabble now a little bit more into this when you talked about teams and um, I absolutely also believe we are the vessel, the channel, if you will, for really the healing. Like we don't do the healing. It's the, it's the client that's doing the healing. We just facilitate the opportunity, the space, working with their energy, our energy, the guides. Um, Tell us a little bit about what is it like to connect to um, your 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 team, and can you just speak a little bit to what are you what do you mean when you say team and guides, and just for people who maybe aren't familiar with this language or this lingo? Absolutely, yeah. So for me, I like to use the word soul teams because there are so many different sort of categories of, um, of sort of spiritual beings uh, that we, that are helping us uh, from the other side. So this can include spirit guides and spirit guides are, are those that have lived lives on earth so they can empathize uh, with what the, the person that they're helping 
um, is going through. We have our angels, which includes like our guardian angels and the, the archangels. Um, and then there are uh, ancestors. This can include ascended masters and ascended masters would be somebody like Jesus, um, Buddha, uh, those, those types of entities. Um, it can include your higher self, which is sort of the, the, the part of you that is still on the other side. Uh, and then uh, the source, the divine God, however, however, you know, that connects with you. Um, and then there are others uh, as well. There are the star beings and um, that. So I use soul team because I do want to open it up to whoever has the highest good as their intention for the, for the, for the client or for whoever I am channeling for. Um, I want to allow them to, to come in and contribute to um, either the healing or to any messages of wisdom that they want to offer. Uh, so that sort of is like the soul team sort of encompasses that, that group. I'm that's sorry. A, I can't remember the other part of the question. No, that's okay. <laughs> I, I think I'm a very visual person and I, and since this is an audio format, I think it's really good to ground the information. So that mm -hmm. is super, super helpful. So take us to the time when you, in the introduction, we shared about how you, you know, you had this visit from Jesus and you had this visit from mm -hmm. your grandmother um, what was the, um, what was the time frame where you started to, mm, like maybe when you would wake up, Laura, where you would be like, oh, wow, I got some information there. Like how long did it, I'm sure it's, it's obviously a journey, but, um, maybe for people that are listening, um, describe a little bit about what it's like. Cause the first time it happens, it's a little bit, it can be jarring or for when somebody, first realizes that they have this specific, if you could call mm -hmm. it a gift or to uh, be open to receiving this information. What was that like for you? For me, I'll, you know, a lot of this started when I was um, in my teenage years, at least from what I can remember. Um, and I knew that the dreams that I had were impactful uh, almost innately, um, but also because when I woke up, I couldn't stop thinking about them. And I could remember every detail. And even to this day, many years later, I can still tell you the, the color of the, of the outfit that Jesus was wearing and, you know, the, the tunnel that he came through to talk to me and, you know, the, the conversation that we had. Um, so just remembering those vivid details to me just make, makes it that, uh, that more profound. Uh, same with all, you know, with my visitations from my grandmother. Um, but I did have this sort of innate understanding that the dreams that I was having, were having, they were, they were profound. It wasn't just a, um, you know, a dream because of the events of the day or anything like that. It actually had a deeper meaning and was actually a visitation. Um, and, you know, and th these would, I don't know, maybe they occurred closer towards me waking up and that's how I was able to remember them. Um, but, uh, but I do find that when I do remember the dreams with the visitations, it's pretty soon before uh, waking up. That's generally when I have the most activity, I should say, is sort of in that in-between dream and awake state. Uh, that's where I'll, I'll hear uh, 
voices um, from the other side. I, you know, sometimes it's mumbling. Sometimes it's it's a pretty distinct voice. The other, the other night before bed, I was hearing a female's voice. Um, but I, but you know, I, I, um, I can't always make out the words, um, or I don't really care to sort of initiate a conversation. It's sort of more of an observation. Um, but those are generally, that's generally the time when I, when sort of that veil between uh, this physical world and the other side is, is pretty thin, uh, at least for me. So, um, so that's, that's how I can tell when it's something more profound. That's so interesting. And yeah. <laughs> this, this brings up the question, um, uh, this, this idea of energetic boundaries. And when, when a person has a um, has a gift or is able to communicate with, let's say, you know, deceased loved ones or different things like that. Um, you mentioned the woman's voice and you're like doing your thing, getting ready for bed. So how is there, do you have a process where you're um, clearly the, if you're going to be working with a client and you want to see if somebody will like come in and deliver a message for a client or something, how mm -hmm. do you, protect yourself or um is there something that you do so that you're not just getting bombarded with all these like hey i, I want to talk to you about this person and let's talk about this person <laughs> does that happen or what's that like uh well you know i i work really closely with my soul team more specifically my spirit guide and what i've learned in this journey is that you you do have them by your side they're already high vibrational beings um, so, you know, I do like to put, put out there, um, that, I, that I only want, uh, messages and, and visions to come through that are for love and for the, um, for the highest good for the person that I'm, that I'm channeling or, or reading for. Uh, so that for me helps, um, cause I do, I do want to sort of keep any of the, uh, energies that won't serve the, that purpose out in a way. So uh, I think for me, um, you know, with those energetic boundaries, it's just having my spirit guide there by my side. I know that he's sort of working as he's working as my gatekeeper and, and ensuring that, you know, my energy is protected um, and that, uh, you know, he's only allowing through those that um, have, have the best intentions um, for the person that I'm working with. That totally makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Just take yeah. us through the day, the day in the life of somebody that that has this, um, you know, this this access, this gift. Um, I mean, you're a mom, you're a nurse, you're you're going to school. <laughs> um, just give us like walk us through a day in the life of Laura. What, what is that like for you? Yeah. So once uh, the distance learning <laughs> is done in the morning, um, you know, it's kind of my time to uh, sort of uh, do my own thing for a little bit. So, you know, I'll either take that time to do schoolwork. Um, you know, let me back up for a second. So before distance learning starts uh, in the morning, I do get up early enough where I do have some quiet time. So that's usually the time that I'll, you know, I'll pull a card. Um, and I'll share it on my social media. Um, I will meditate, but I'll, I'll meditate throughout the day whenever it feels right uh, is when I'll do it. Um, but I do like to meditate even if it's just for three minutes. Uh, I, I do do that daily. 
Um, and then, you know, just being, just being open to this, the signs that might come through. So for example, looking at the clock and seeing that it's 1111 or, or 1001 or 1010 and just seeing that the ones are there. And, uh, you know, that to me is a, is a friendly reminder that I'm not alone and that I am on the right path. And those are the times when I will say hi or thank you. Uh, and I just kind of keep my eyes open um, in, to, you know, to any sort of signs that might come through. Um, but I will say with this spiritual journey, it has definitely changed my outlook on life as well. You know, my routine is definitely different. Um, you know, before all of this, I wasn't meditating. I, I was sort of going about my day. I was living really uh in maybe perhaps the ego of uh, of things and um you know just not looking at things from from a larger perspective and then since the spiritual journey it has helped me to really uh you know view things differently um understand you know why people may do things the way they do um and and, and just living a life that's that's much more uh loving and open to the possibility that you know, I am not alone. They, that, um, you know, my, my soul team, my guides, they're always there ready to communicate. We just have to ask them. And, and since knowing that, and since allowing that communication to ensue, uh, it really has opened my eyes to how frequently they do send us messages and, and do want to remind us that they're there. Um, so I guess to go back to your original question, lots more meditation and, uh, you know, connecting. I do have a, a close group of, of friends. Um, I call them my soul sisters and we, we, uh, you know, check in with each other daily. And this is where we can have these types of conversations and, and grow spiritually together on our own paths, but, uh, together with each other's support. So, um, that's also become a stronger, uh, you know, become something for me that I, I wouldn't have necessarily had before. Um, and then also just having uh, stronger relationships with my family, um, more patience and uh, more an understanding of the journeys that they're going through as well. So it sounds like what you're identifying is you're, you're so present in the now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which, yes. Which is, um, like when you were describing sort of a day in the life of Laura as this on the spiritual journey, um, having a, a different perspective, open to the possibilities, the, the, the ability to just feel love and um, really send that out to the universe, having more patience. Um, it, it's really so fantastic, right? When people are, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you know, Jerry and Esther Hicks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They, and, and the teachings of Abraham, if people have never heard of them, they're um, this, just Google them. They're, they're really fantastic about helping people increase your frequency and your vibration. And it sounds like um, being on this path has allowed you to just stay in this really, what we call like a state of high vibration where you're doing things like meditation mm -hmm. um, and noticing the signs and, it's teaching people the signs are one of my most favorite things like 111 11 11 yeah um, whatever it is it could be spirit animals it could be um mm -hmm. feathers um 
numerology, repeating numbers. Um, you sort of answered this, but I just want to ask. So sure. what has um, trusting spirit and this whole connection allowed you to become? That's a great question. Um, and I, I feel like this whole, this whole journey has sort of taken me on this amazing ride. And because I, I allowed it to just happen, I trusted the process. I trusted what came to me. Um, so for example, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have a friend text me and be, and say, Oh, you, you should, you should pick up these crystals. Um, they're for this. Uh, or, Hey, we should check out, um, the sound healing yoga class. You know, it's just like saying yes to these opportunities because, and trusting that they're, they're, they're being presented to me for a reason. I'm supposed to, um, learn, learn that I'm supposed to dabble in that. I'm supposed to be exposed to this. Um, because what it does is it sort of, it helps to broaden my, my understanding of all that, that can encompass uh, someone's spirituality. So having trust has been huge. Uh, just even getting to the point of being on this podcast uh, and trusting the process and saying, yes, okay, this is where I'm intended to go. I'm going to go with it because everything that I've learned is not, I know, um, that it's not intended for me to keep to myself. Uh, it's intended for, for the, for the people who are out there who are curious and maybe don't know where to start or, or don't understand all the jargon that comes with spirituality. Um, you know, cause people are going to stumble upon this podcast and it's not going to be an accident. It's going to be for a reason. They're going to stumble upon my, my social media posts. And it's, it's for a reason. There's, there's no accidents. There's no coincidences. Everything is intended for a reason. Um, so it learning to trust in that has been pretty profound because it has, I can see in hindsight why that was supposed to happen. And that just further, further, further strengthens that trust in this journey and how I'm being guided and where I'm, where I'm intended to go. So, so it's always very exciting. What, what's, what's coming next? <laughs> it's so amazing when we can allow, I think as, you know, as far as humanity goes, our number one job is to surrender, surrender, <laughs> surrender, surrender to the conditioning, surrender to what we think is quote supposed to happen, surrender to what we quote should be doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, when we do trust and we do allow, because the universe, um, absolutely, there are no coinkydinks, no accidents of any kind, is that <laughs> when we do tap into source and to our intuition and our, and our messages and the signs, um, the universe pays us in spades every single time. Like you're saying, when you say yes, mm -hmm. then the universe like, rewards you and then it, it it enhances your trust and it just it's like this momentum so let's um just to add on to that how has this changed your nursing oh wow i mean it has changed my nursing in a few different ways at least um one it it's changed how 
how I help and help and view my patients. Um, you know, I always felt that I was very compassionate to begin with, uh, but it really gave me a, a different perspective uh, that, you know, that the people, the, the patients that I work with, they're, they're on their own journey. You know, they have their own uh, difficulties and their own strifes that they're going through. Um, and they, and they and I at that moment are, are connected for a reason. Um, and it was planned, uh, you know, before these lives were even started, it was planned that we would have this connection and we were intended to get something out of it for whatever it may be. So it really uh, sort of opened up my eyes to, to what, what those encounters with my patients are. Like it, it was more than just a quick phone call because I do a lot of like advice nursing over the phone or emailing back. Um, it's more than just, okay, we, we talked for 10 minutes and that was it. It's more profound than that. And I can see the bigger picture from that. Um, and it's given me, I think, even more compassion and more patience uh, and more empathy, especially for the ones that, that are maybe not, um, not that may a little grumpy, <laughs> grumpy, you know, you just have a different outlook and, and you don't take things, um, personally, uh, because, you know, it's just, it's, it, it's just, a, you just have greater compa compassion. Um, and it also helped me too, uh, with my fellow, uh, colleagues that I work with, my coworkers, um, of all levels, uh, not just the other RNs, but, you know, it really has, uh, it really, it really has opened me up to the fact that we are all here on our journeys. Um, and, we've chosen, you know, these sort of lives before they even started, um, before we incarnated into this life. And it, it, it's, it humanizes everybody. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate where I work. I feel like I work with a really great group of, um, you know, physicians and nurses and reception staff and even the uh, ancillary staff like lab and radiology. I feel like I work in a very, very great uh, place and I'm very fortunate, but I will say that it does help to humanize um, and understand that that everybody everybody is a person, and you know they 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 still go home, and they still have dinner, and they still get ready for bed just like everybody else. And and I think that it just really helps to want to um, show compassion, more compassion to them, even more patience with them, and um, just really. Uh, love, you know, it's all about love and, and sharing love in whatever form that that may come, whether it's just, you know, saying hi or, or being open to a conversation with how things are going in their life. Um, but it has definitely created a better work environment uh, for me, at least, because I feel like my energy has become more positive, which can affect the people around me in a positive way. Amen. Let the hallelujah quiet <laughs> say amen. So yes, because I feel like um, this is sort of my vantage point of, of my journey is that I feel like now I see people with my spiritual eyes. Mm -hmm. So that means what I bring to the person is such a higher frequency of of love and joy and compassion. And, and when we mm -hmm. radiate that, it's like, we, we, we meet people exactly where they are soul to soul. And it's, 
it's such a beautiful way to engage with another human, especially energetically, spiritually. Like, just think, if we learned how to connect with our spirit when we were in nursing school, like how different the trajectory <sighs> of healing would and could be. Absolutely. Right? I mean, I just Absolutely. had this reflection. Like, I just quit my day job in December of last year, and um, I've been on this spiritual awakening for like eight years, and I'm thinking, isn't it ironic that I'm just coming to like the, almost the pinnacle of where I am on the spiritual journey, and I'm not, I'm not engaging with patients per se, and it's like, wow, if I, I don't have regret, it's just, wow, wouldn't it have been something to have been able to bring this? Mm -hmm. the whole uh, 22 years of nursing. I mean, I know I brought it in my own way, but I wasn't, I wasn't aware yeah. that that's what was going on. Right. Anyway, I think, um, I think what you speak to is, is profound. And I feel like everybody could do this. Everybody has this potential. Everybody has this ability. And I want to talk a little bit about um, this thing of religion versus spirituality, because you grew up um, Christian mom, um, your father, right? Mm -hmm. Jewish Jewish. Faith. And so mm -hmm. how does spirituality fit into this like whole thing about religion? I think for me, uh, what, what growing up with two different faiths allowed for, for me was that I, I got the exposure. Um, I was, I was given permission, uh, and I, not that I needed it, but I guess as a kid, you know, it, it's helpful. Um, but you know, exposed me to the possibility of how different religions practice. Um, and my parents let us choose, you know, they never forced one upon the other, but they did expose us to both, um, which I am super grateful for. Uh, and even to this day, that them allowing me to explore my spirituality outside of the Jewish faith or the Christian faith um, has has been paramount for 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 where I am now. And you know, there are so many beautiful and wonderful things about Christianity and Judaism. Um, and you know, I what's lovely about this whole journey is you you really can you know, work with what feels right to you. So, you know, the, the parts that feel right to me that I can, that I can live with, with conviction, um, is what, is what I take from, from both of them. Um, because for me, I, I, <laughs> it is, it's really important for me to, to fully believe in something to, to, to practice it and to share it with others. Um, and so, again, having, having that exposure and sort of being allowed to explore, you know, which, which fits best for me has really, um, I think opened that door to, to spirituality in general, which, which to me, I feel like they're, they're all, they're all spiritual. Um, but, uh, you know, they all then get separate as far as, um, you know, what, what, what they believe in is can start to get a little, can get different, but, um, but I feel like the basis is still the same. It's, it's about, you know, believing in a higher power and it's, it's about love. And, um, and I, and that's, that's what resonates. That's what resonates with me. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I, I definitely mm -hmm. have an, um, 
have encountered what, what I would call spiritually curious women who mm-hmm. they, they want so badly to dabble in the spirit and the mystical and the mysterious, um, these angels and soul teams. And yet there's part of them that's like, nope, I'm, I'm not allowed to go there. I was raised learning mm-hmm. this and who am I? And so I think this is a great demonstration that you, it doesn't have to be this or that. It doesn't have to be you're raised Catholic and you can never explore spirituality from this lens or from this scope or from this way. And so thank you for sharing mm-hmm. your experience and your perspective, because I, I just want to give people permission to, Absolutely. to explore and, and only your soul and your, your, your inner knowing can tell you you know, and you will be guided to that. You will be pulled to that. Like you're saying, you know, this, this is going to land for exactly the people that are ready mm-hmm. to receive mm-hmm. the information and trusting and allowing. Um, that's such a beautiful thing. So let's get into uh, a divine download. You've had a couple, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I have. <laughs> so if there's one that's feeling uh, that wants to be expressed, and then we'll follow that up with, um, you talked, we talked in the introduction about, um, meeting your guy, Jason, I would love to hear from Jason, especially on the heels of COVID and the eruption of, uh, civil unrest due to the disparities, the racism. I mean, it's like a, the, the top has been blown off of the volcano that's been needing to erupt for centuries. So. Let's start with that. Okay. Uh, well, as far as um, divine downloads, uh, like you had said, I have done quite a few uh, channel readings. And what I want to share is sort of the, the foundational message of all of them, because I think that's sort of ultimately the main message, the, the main divine download uh, that I receive. And that message really is, is, is love. Um, everybody is so so very much loved by by their soul team by their guides their angels the divine everybody from every soul from the other side every entity from the other side loves loves who they are with <laughs> loves everybody um so it's, it's all about love and to remember that that you're not that you're not alone um and that they they're they're waiting and willing, they're waiting in the wings, no pun intended, um, but they're, they're just waiting for, for you to ask because we do have free will. Um, so, you know, they won't, they won't interrupt that, but they, once you ask them for help, you know, or ask for guidance or wisdom, they're re- willing and ready to give it. Um, and that's something that I want everyone to remember. That's what, what they want everyone to remember is that, um, you know, it's all about love, loving each other, loving yourself. Um, and it's all about uh, remembering that we are not alone. We have a whole team, uh, you know, behind us, uh, rooting us on and, and loving us. So that is so profound. And so just, I just want people to just, just receive that for a second. That's good stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we'll just take a moment for you to check in with Jason. Sure. Yeah. And 
um, people could just, you know, maybe take a moment. Uh, if you're multitasking anybody, just really take a moment to sit down, put your feet on the earth, take a few deep breaths, and let's just see uh, what your guide, Jason, wants, to, wants us to know in this moment. That'd be great. Of course. Okay. So much is happening and so much is occurring. It can be hard to understand and trust what we're supposed to believe, what we see, what we hear. Faith can be faltered. Love can be questioned. But you must remember that all is as it should be. This moment in time is as it should be. It is not for us to always judge what is right or what is wrong. Things happen as intended, and they always do. Love is that foundation. Love is never in question. When we open up our hearts to each other, we are ready and willing to receive. These times, yes, though trying, they will pass. And what will come out of it is something greater than what we were before. We are so much more than this. You are so much more than this. Never forget that. Never forget all of us working on this side, this side of the veil. So much is happening for the love and safety of you for humankind for mother earth all will be well that's it sublime that's all i gotta say <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Mm. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay. Now let's kind of round things off here, Laura, with telling uh, for somebody that's listening, that's like, dude, she's, that's like so cool. How in the heck do I get started? <laughs> Where do I go? What do I ask for? Just, you know, a simple tip or tool um, to get people on this path who are interested in exploring more of their spiritual side. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it all starts with a meditative practice. Um, and like I said, it could just be, a, you know, a couple minutes a day, it could be longer. Um, but learning to quiet down the mind, because um, that, you know, that allows them to be able to come through and start putting ideas in your mind or words in your mind. And then from there, once you've been able to sort of um, meditate and get your, get your mind into a, a place where it's only present in the now, um, if you wanted to try like with a pen and paper and just start 
drawing or writing, whatever word pops into your head, don't judge it, just let it flow. You can always read it and analyze it later. Um, but that's sort of how it starts is being able to clear the clutter out of the mind first. That's first and foremost, um, because, you know, they, they can't get through all the thoughts and emotions that we're having. Uh, it's they, we need to be able to raise our vibration so that we can meet with theirs. So that allows us to do that. And then from there, um, like I said, just whatever pops into your head, uh, go with that, go with that first, because that first thought is usually, you know, is spirit. Um, the second thought is, is us. So go with the first thought, no matter how weird it is and write it down, write it down because then you can always go back and, and read it or look at the picture and it, and see, you know, um, what sort of message it was intended to, to have for you. So meditation for sure would be number one to clear that mind. So, so good. Um, <laughs> okay. So yes, getting into starting a meditation practice, whether it's uh, three minutes, 30 minutes, um, clearing the clutter, being mm -hmm. present in the now allowing just, I mean, it is difficult for humans to be still because when we still the physical body, the monkey cheddar gets really loud. So it does. Yeah, the practice does allow you to drop in into your physical body, get grounded. And then um, the second step is exactly like free writing, just whatever mm -hmm. comes after your your time of stillness. And mm -hmm. um, so, so, so profound. So thank you so much for those tips for people to get started. Now tell us Absolutely. a little bit. Laura, about how um, are you are you working with clients? Um, and if so, what is that? And how can people get into your into yeah. your work? <laughs> uh, so I I do I do work with uh, clients. I do channel readings. Um, I do do them. Uh, well, I can do I do them remotely uh, mostly, but um, I'm happy to do them uh, over Zoom or in person. But what's nice about remote is I email it and then you, you have it to always go back and read on. Um, and I do do uh, uh, energy healing as well. I've, I've started the process for uh, healing touch. So um, I also uh, do that, uh, can do that remotely um, or in person. Um, so yeah, those are the, the modalities there. I do have um, some Calendly links that I can, uh, I can, I can give to you, Lizbeth, if you wanted to share, uh, to, to book. So. Perfect. And so, um, I'll put also, uh, your social media handles, um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Okay. And, um, we'll put the links in here. Uh, is there a website or it will just be the links? Uh, it, it'll just be, um, the links. I don't have okay. a website site at this time. <laughs> Perfect. So I just yeah. want to say to that, you do not need a freaking fancy website. You don't need all these <laughs> quote things to be able to share your light and share your magic. So never has there been a better time for the light workers to mm -hmm. all the people. I think um, love is the only way. And um, I'm glad that you said yes, that you keep saying yes to, to your guidance. And I'm, I'm delighted to have you on the, on the podcast and it's really time for people to, um, to bring spirit to the front. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, absolutely. Especially now. 
with with all the turmoil yeah so yeah. if you're if you've been hiding we need you to come full center so this is for the people in the back <laughs> we want you to be in the front row and we need to be all holding hands which we really yes. are in spirit anyway um soul to soul and so seriously this has been such a fun episode laura i'm so glad that the universe connected us through laura absolutely me too <laughs> and is there any um anything else you or jason or anybody wants to share before we round this up i think the i think the biggest thing is just having patience and and compassion for yourself it really is a practice um you know to to meditate every day to practice clearing that mind, even if it's just for a, a, a few seconds to a minute, that's pretty good. But just really having a lot of patience and kindness for yourself um, and, and, and how your journey is supposed to go and not to compare it to anybody else's. So patience, yeah. my precious. <laughs> yeah. <so good. laughs> oh my gosh. I love this. Well, I thank you again, Laura, and thank you to Jason and your soul team. And um, oh, thank you. Yeah. And of course, I want to thank you, the listeners. I am so happy to be on the airwaves. And wow, um, I'd wanted to do a podcast for five years. I didn't really know what I was doing. I still don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just sharing um, <laughs> what spirit guides me to share. And so I'm guided to share today that I'm in the process of changing the name of my podcast because I'm getting a lot clearer on what it is that I'm doing. So it's going to be changed from divine downloads to the spiritually savvy nurse, deep dives and divine downloads. So just want to put that out there. So you're prepared when the name changes. And, <laughs> and um, I, I love talking to people. I love connecting with people and I'm getting a lot of um, comments and feedback about thank you for bringing this to the table because people don't have the courage to talk about their spirituality. And I think um, this can't be left behind. So mm -hmm. if you're sitting in the back, I love you. I'm sending you all the love and wherever you are on this journey, remember you do have free will. If you want to access this part of your team, uh, this part of yourself, she's available. He's available. You do have to ask. So I would love to hear from you, please. Um, you can email me at ask at lizwithoverton.com. Share um, with me on the podcast. How is this landing for you? And what is it that you want to hear about um, right now during this time? And I'm sending you so much love. And until the next time, um, keep taking those baby steps and know that you're supported. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>